Welcome to the Making After School Cool podcast, the link between research, practice, and theory for those interested in the activities youth are involved with during non-school hours. The Making After School Cool podcast is produced by Case for Kids, a division of Harris County Department of Education, and I'm your host, Mike Wilson. The topic for this week's episode focuses on the importance of secondary students learning job skills prior to entering the workforce. In past decades, teenagers were able to find jobs at local grocery stores, fast food restaurants, or retail outlets. If they had access to a lawnmower, cutting grass was also another means for earning some income. However, today in many cases, those jobs are now being done by adults, resulting in very few employment opportunities for youth. So how do students with limited job experience learn the necessary skills to be good employees? According to youth.gov, Youth from lower-income households more often face barriers to career training, more often have limited resources or access to education-related services when compared to youth in higher-income households. Therefore, these youth may be less likely to learn employable skills. However, youth employment programs offer opportunities to help young people, especially disadvantaged youth, gain the financial knowledge, skills, and access to resources necessary to effectively manage finances through adulthood. One such organization which offers pre-employment mentorship in Houston, Texas, is WorkFaith. To speak on strategies which help those in need to access employment is Kaylin Collins. Kaylin, thank you for joining me today. My first question is, can you give us some information regarding WorkFaith, its purpose, and your services? Great. So WorkFaith, our mission is to provide faith-based training and coaching to anyone that desires long-term employment. And when I say long-term employment, that is um, very special to us because um, we can easily focus on the quick fix job and you know move on. But our team here um, wants to bring financial stability to homes um, in the surrounding areas. And the way that we do that, um, we provide courses that help individuals grab a job, obtain a job. And then also we have different programs that help individuals that keep their jobs, such as soft skills training. And then we offer career coaching, which bridges the gap between the the two. And we're able to do that virtually and in person. Um, And we love making partners with different organizations. So we're able to um, deepen our impact in in our community. Now, what age group do you work with? So our age group, we usually start in the middle school, high school um, age range that we go all the way up into adulthood. And um, we do um, practice interviews and I have the pleasure to be a part of one of them. And in one of the interviews that um, I was in, I had someone that just graduated college, someone that was on their third career and someone that was in the middle. And so we get a wide range of people that we serve. Um, But for our um, high school class, we actually have some courses tailored to them, such as our Ready, Set, Go, which is a shortened version of that that we partner with certain school districts. Now, what are some of the benefits for youth regarding taking advantage of career counseling? One of the benefits of our career counseling is that our career counseling is able to tailor their approach to each student. So we may have a student that uh, may be on the continual of either having a job, not having a job, or the job search. We're able to connect with them to see what skills that they're needed, broaden their approach and their search, 
review their their resume and their applications to give them um, accessible feedback. But in addition to that, we work with different partners in the areas where they may be applying at a place that we actually have a connection to that we're able to make sure that we can get them in contact with the hiring person in that process. But our coaches here are very personal. Also, they care about the needs of each different client that we serve here. Now, uh, on your school-based services, do these take place during the school day or is it something you offer after school? Yes, to both of those questions. So one of our partners that we have is Spring ISD. Our relationship with them, we actually go in their lunch hour and uh, we provide a our impact certification course to a group of students that I want to sign up for. And so after they complete that course, we actually give them a certificate that they can take with them. They're able to use that when they're applying for schools and jobs. But in addition to that, we do work with other organizations where it occurs um, out of school time. Now I have a soon to be senior. She's a junior right now. So, you know, next year is going to be our last year of school. And she's at that stage where she's not 100% sure, actually not even 50% sure on what she wants to do with the uh, the rest of her life or what kind of career she wants to have. Do you provide some sort of interest survey to determine the type of career path students should pursue? So with that, we do have a link where our job coaches, if you want to request a coach, there is an interest form. So we hopefully that can be the launch pad on what journey or career that they can do. But also our job search accelerated course um, that happens almost every other week, twice a month. Um, once they register for that, we love to set a firm foundation on that job search. Usually on the job search, we think very tunnel vision where I want this specific career, but we don't think about the steps that it takes. And so um, the dream may be four or five years down the line, but the starting point may be in a career position that will help you gain the skills for that dream job that you want. And so our job search accelerator broadens that approach, allows um, individuals to look deep within their background, their experience, how to create a pristine application, a pristine resume. So you're able to market yourself and ace that interview. What is going to separate you from the next person? And those are the skills that we love to provide in um, our clients' toolkits. Now, you mentioned resume. It's harder for kids to actually gain some work experience. Uh, in terms like resume, unless they're in some sort of job search, they really don't even know what a resume is. Do you provide suggestions on what students should put on their resume as well as the type of people that could use as references? Yes. So uh, part of one of our courses is determining who is a good reference. Actually, um, I've worked um, for for-profits and non-profits and, and just looking at some of the applications I've reviewed, you know, it'll either be blank or one of the references is a, a, a family member with no, um, may not have any experience relating to either they worked with them or not, they just know them. But one thing I, I've, I've taught many people that I've mentored is always have your Rolodex of people that you come in contact with. Keep those three to four contacts that you can rely on as you're searching for jobs because they need to speak to your character. And 
naturally everyone would say either they have a lot of experience or no experience and there's actually a gap between both work experience is one thing but experience is another thing and when you're uh, creating a resume it's important to dig deep on how to communicate your experience it may be volunteer experience it may be an experience with you know there's a monthly internship that you didn't even know that you you even completed the times that you volunteered at the Houston Food Bank, all those things cater towards making that pristine resume and application. And our coaches do a great job pulling that information from our clients to make sure that something that may not uh, may not be important to you on the front side, but as we dig, um, everyone has experience, even group projects, those things can translate to the workforce when you're working with people and determining a task and so how do you communicate that on an uh, on a resume which takes some time and skills and training yeah i know a lot of students really overlook some of the things that they may be participating in be it sports and they may be the team captain being members of certain school organizations and like you said volunteer work uh, those are some things that would be appropriate to put on a resume but because they lack the experience or the knowledge on how to develop a really impressive resume they just kind of overlook those things now, you said you also do some interview coaching. In your opinion, when it comes to interviewing, some kids are introverted, some kids are naturally extroverted. Do you think that one type of personality has an advantage over the other when it comes to conducting an interview? I mean, it actually uh, depends on the situation. So, of course, in an interview, you want to do as much research as possible, which there's benefits both an extrovert the benefits is naturally a talker, naturally, you know, willing to start a conversation. But some as an extrovert, some of the um, things that may be considered negative, you may overtalk, overshare, um, not interrupt. And so those are some things that you want to be aware of. But also as an inter introvert, as coming to an interview, that person will probably listen well, making sure that they're the person that is being very calculated in their response. But on the flip side, it may be too calculated where they give one um, advice I give every interviewer that I do practice interviews with is everyone can give the right answer. Only you can give the real answer. And so determining how you can be real in your responses. And it takes a blend of being an extrovert and an introvert because you're basically making yourself markable in that interview. They don't know what they don't know. And so as an introvert, you know in your mind that you're cycling through all the things that you do. How can you vocalize that in a strategic way? But then also thinking as an extrovert, you have all the passion and the heart. How can you tone that down so that you can be clear and precise when you're giving um, those responses? Now, uh, since you work with secondary students and more and more occupations are requiring some sort of post-secondary type training, be it a college, trade school, and so on, do you guys also help students with preparing essays and college admission forms? Yeah, well, we, we don't directly help with college admissions um, and secondary education forms, but one thing we are, we're the bridge. So we have many different uh, community partners that we work with that we're able to either guide them to a specific hard skill that they would like to learn or uh, get them connected with an organization such as Capital Idea or different colleges that we partner with. So 
We help with the job search, but we love to guide individuals to their next step if that's secondary education. Now, if I know y'all do some school-based services, but if a parent or a school that you're not, not working with currently want more information on how they can receive some of your services, um, what's the best way for them to contact you and, and, and gain additional information? So the best way is either through my email. My email is K-C-O-L-L-I-N-S. That's kcollins at workfaith.org. Um, or you can visit our website at workfaith.org and um, find one of the tabs you can give us a call or um, actually you can register for one of our classes. So we can all direct you to any resource or partner that you need help with because we do um, love serving our community and making sure that those that are desiring long-term employment, we're able to give them hope and provide them their dreams that they never thought they would achieve. Awesome. Uh, before we close, are there any final thoughts? I would say my final thoughts is um, if you're an individual that has a student or you're confused where, um, you know, your income is coming from or you feel like your student is is lost. Um, my encouragement is that no one's lost. There's always someone there that is either with you, praying for you. And here at Work Faith, we desire a community that works with and collaborate with um, one another. And if you need any assistance, just feel free, call, ask for help, and we're able to support you in the best way we can. Well, I really appreciate you and WorkFaith for providing this valuable resource. And I also want to thank you so much for being my guest today on the Making F School Cool podcast and sharing the information that you did. Um, I think that's one thing for young people and really people of all ages. The difference between getting a job and developing a career is very different. But if you can find your purpose, your passion, uh, then you can ultimately be successful in life. So again, thank you for being my guest today. Yes, thank you for your time. And I appreciate the time that you gave, and it's an honor to be able to share a little bit of what we do. Maybe after school, cool. As always, I want to thank our listeners for joining us today. We're a topic focused on teaching students pre-employment skills. Please join us for future episodes as we continue to explore issues relevant to the out-of-school time field.